Hello and welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. Hello again, beloved family, in 2024. So glad to have you here. We made it. Hallelujah. That means he's not finished with us yet. The best is yet to come. Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you for giving us a chance to rise up today. No matter where we are in any part of the earth, over the four corners of this earth, we thank you. Because you are Yah and Yah alone. You are powerful in every part of this earth and the world. Above, below, underneath, you're all powerful. You are the ruler of all heavens and the earth. Kabiasi. You are the ruler of all. Alua Ya'am, the ruler of all. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. And I, Father, I give you my mouth and my tongue. I give you my mind, my heart. Surrender everything to you. Make me usable and useful to you today. I want to be your instrument. I want to be your light here in the world until you send your son, the light of the world, back to us. I want to be your salt on this earth until you send this, your son the salt of the earth to come back here. And Father, I bring every listener before you. You know what's in their heart. You know every need. You know every desire. You know every sin. You know every hurt. You know everything. Deal with them, Father, the way you know is best because Let's face it, Father knows best. You do nothing wrong. Whatever you do is right. It's perfect. It's good. It's righteous. And it's loving. Yes, it's loving. Sometimes we're chastised because we love. I knew I chastised my son coming up because I loved him. I didn't want him to, <laughs> I didn't want him to hurt himself when he was going to stick the fork inside the light socket. I chastised him because I loved him. I didn't want to see him hurt himself. And I know you do that for us, Father. Thank you. Just want to say thank you. And Father, have your way and let your will be done today, tonight, whatever the case may be for the listeners. For I know your will is good. For you, Yah. Yahushahui. He who's known by Moses, Jesus, you are our shepherd, and we shall not be in want. All of our needs are met in you. Hallelujah. So be it, so be it, so be it. All right, beloved, let's just get into it right now. Today we're talking about who do you serve? Or maybe you say, whom do you serve? Who do you serve? Yah, your heavenly father. Satan, the prince of darkness, or man? Whom do you please? Yah, your heavenly father, Satan, the, the prince of darkness, or man, the man of the earth? Even if you consider yourself to be a non-believer or neutral, which is no such thing, you are serving somebody. Whether you like it or not, you are serving somebody. 
like the song said, it might be the devil or it might be the Lord, but you're going to serve somebody. <laughs> that, was, that is so true. You know, there are a lot of atheists and people say, oh, well, I don't believe in God, period. You're serving somebody. If you're not serving the Almighty, you're serving Satan. If you're serving man, you're serving Satan. <laughs> because the flesh, because without Yah, without his spirit, Satan will rule over that flesh. The flesh is wicked. Now, when I ask you the question, who do you serve? Don't be so quick to answer this question. First, I want you to be honest with yourselves. Tell me who gets most of your time and thoughts. Is it a person, a spouse, a child, a boss, a celebrity, etc.? Or it could be a what instead of a who. Like, what get most of your time and your thoughts? Think about it. How much thought and time do you really give your Heavenly Father, Yah, and your precious Savior, His beloved Son? Are you in too big of a rush to go to work in the morning and, and don't have time to pray or seek Yah's faith? What it really is, you didn't put in in your schedule. You didn't put him in your schedule. You didn't even give him any thought to make him a part of your schedule. You won't get up an hour or even 30 minutes earlier because it's not important enough to you. But you have the audacity to expect him to protect you throughout the day and even bless you, bless you anyway. In your eyes, he's supposed to fill your needs and do what you want, even if you don't want to do what he wants. Now, this may be angering somebody. This is not for everybody, but this is for somebody. He put in my heart, somebody needs to hear this. I, I'm listening myself. I have to keep myself in check. You know, sometimes or you're tired and Instead of getting on, say, getting on your knees praying, so you lay down, and you're going to try to talk to him. When you lay down, you end up falling asleep. We don't know if we're going to die in our sleep. Or sometimes, you know, covering ourselves so when those awful nightmares come, or those, or those night creatures come in and people are raped in their dreams. You know, <laughs> their spiritual rape. We didn't spend time with him, you know, before we close our eyes. We're not guaranteed to wake up. If you think, if we think we can not give him any time in the morning, too busy, get up because we're rushing, get out. We don't have time throughout the day because we're busy with our jobs. And we, we don't have time at night because we're so tired. If we don't have time for him, but we expect him to fill our needs, to answer our prayers and do what we want, him to do, but we don't do what he wants? Let me ask you something. Have you lost your mind? Have we lost our mind? Are we out of our minds? 
Are you out of your mind if you're thinking this way? He does not owe you, me, or anybody else anything. And he's not your errand boy or genie in a bottle. Nor is he your servant. You're supposed to be his servant. We're supposed to be his servant. Okay, think about this. You're running late and you pray, Lord, help me get to work on time. Let it just be green lights and give me a good parking space close by. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, you don't see anything wrong with that. Do you know that is a disgrace? And so are you if you act and think like this? Do you know that? Now, have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? This is not for everybody, but this is for somebody. And if it's bothering you, there's something to it. Just say, ouch. <laughs> say, oh me, oh my, or ouch. It, if it angers you, then you need to check that there's something wrong. It, are, are you feeling guilty about something? This is what he put on my heart. And I talk to me too. Let's see you. It's like all of us. Remember, we get back what we put out, beloved. You get back what you put out. And it's because you block your blessings and your protection when you live a life disregarding and disrespecting your creator. <laughs> when we don't give him time, We don't put anything in. That's what we get back. We we we, we don't get the protection and and the, the blessing because we're we're unprotected. We're open, not because of him. It's because of you. Because of us. We let the enemy in, <laughs> and we kick our wonderful, loving Father and Savior out. We keep him out. When we let Satan in, we're keeping him out because they cannot dwell in the same place. You can't have, you can't serve two. You got to choose one. And they cannot uh, uh, coincide together. They, they cannot live together. They cannot roommate. Hmm. What will happen is father will not push his way in when we push him out we don't give him time he will not push his way in because he gave us free will and he will not take it back nor go against it or break his own word like you break yours to him or like we break ours to him some people complain about their bosses and their jobs but we'll work 12 hours instead of 8 hours. We'll work on the weekends and holidays. But that's okay because it's your job, right? You know, got to make a living, got to pay bills. Well, who did you pray to to get that job? Hmm? Who were you saying, oh Lord, uh, I really need this job, Father. You know I need to help me get this job. So... He gives you the job you were praying for. 
but you put it, the job, above him. And show the job and the boss more respect than you do him. <laughs> now I ask you, does that sound terrible to you? Yeah. It doesn't sound good, does it, beloved? It doesn't sound good when it's put to you like that. When, you, when it's put to you where you have to face reality. But it's okay for you to do it. You do it, but you don't want to hear about it. You don't want to put it in your face. You don't want to think about it that you're doing that, right? Beloved, we've got to keep him first. He's not responsible for anything or anyone that's not his. Let me say that again. Yah is not responsible for anything or anyone that's not his. The Savior, Yahusha, you may call him Jesus, is not responsible for anyone or anything that's not his. Maybe you didn't know that. Well, you do now. He takes care of his own. What, you know, what is it that verse he says? If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, pray, seek my face and turn from your wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I'll hear you from heaven and I will heal your land. He's not a man that he should lie. We've got to give him our time. You know, um, there are blessings, barakah, we say blessings for giving him time, obey, and that's obeying him. Obedience is the greatest form of worship. Can we agree on that? Maybe we're disagreeing on a lot of other things. But we can you agree on that obedience? Because you can say, I love you, I worship you, and you can say all of that stuff. But then turn around and go do exactly what he told you not to do. Exactly what you know you're not supposed to do. So that worship, that I love you and I bless, that means nothing. Obedience is the greatest form of worship. You know, I want to, let's read something in Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy is a very strong, uh, strong chapter. <clears throat> and I know it's Old, Test Old Testament or Old Covenant, but listen. I mean, his word still stands. He's the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm going to read some of Deuteronomy 28. And I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. It's about, this one's good, blessings and obedience. First one. And if you faithfully obey the voice of Yahuwah, the Bible says the Lord, your Aluah, the Bible says the Lord your God, being careful to do all these commandments that I command you today, Yahuwah Alua, Bible says, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of Yahuwah Alua, if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Baruch, blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, your children, and the fruit of the ground, your harvest, and the fruit of your cattle. The increase of your herds and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. 
your shelves and refrigerators will be full. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. Yahuwah, Bible says, the Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and have to flee before you seven ways. Yahuwah, Bible says, the Lord will command the blessings on you in your barns, in your bank accounts, and in all that you undertake, all your businesses, all your the works of your hand. He will bless you in the land that Yahuwah, your Alua, the Bible says the Lord your God is giving you. Yahuwah, Yah, the Lord, will establish you as a people set apart to himself, holy to himself, as he has sworn to you. If, that's the word, if you keep the commandments of Yahuwah, your Alua, Bible says of the Lord your God, and walk in his ways, and all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of Yahuwah, the name of Yah, Bible says of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. And he says, if my people who are called by my name, remember? Just, okay, carry, continuing on verse 11. And Yahuwah, Bible says, and the Lord will make you abound in prosperity, in the fruit of your womb, and in the, in the fruit of your livestock, and in the fruit of your ground, within the land that Yahuwah, the Lord, swore to your fathers to give you. Twelve. Yahuwah, Bible says, the Lord will open to you his good treasury, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the works of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And Yahuwah, Bible says, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. Hmm. And you shall only go up and not down if you obey the commandments of Yahuwah Aluah, the Lord your God, which I command you today, being careful to do them. And if you do not turn aside from any of the words that I command you today to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. He's saying all of these barakah, which is blessings, will be for you if you don't turn around to other gods. And some of you say, well, I haven't been worshiping any other god. If you put your job before him, that's a god. If you put your man or your woman before him, that's a god. If you put your problems before him, that's a God. So you'd be surprised what how many idols you have in your in your life, how many gods, other gods you're worshiping, because you don't think of them as gods. Your career, your beauty, your money, your power. Okay, now that was one through fourteen. Now Let's read some of, I'm going to read some of the curses for disobedience. You know, and he has commanded us to come in and to be in his presence, to spend time with him, to pray, to, let me read some of this. It, this is Deuteronomy 28, 15, verse 15. But if you will not obey the voice of Yahuwah Alua, 
the voice of the Lord your God, or be careful to do all his commandments and his statutes that I command you today, then all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall ye be in the city, and cursed shall ye be in the field. Cursed shall your baskets and your kneading bowl be. Cursed shall be the fruit of your womb, your children, and the fruit of the ground. The increase of your herds and the young of your flock. Cursed shall you be when you come in, and cursed shall you be when you go out. Yahuwah, the Lord, will send on you curses, confusion, and frustration in all that you undertake to do until you are destroyed and perish quickly on account of the evil of your deeds because you have forsaken me. I'll stop here. And that's verse 20. You know, but if you read the full chapter, there are 68 verses, but only 1 through 14 are blessings for obeying and respecting him, and the rest are curses if you don't. Now you may say, well, that's the old covenant, the old testament. This is the new covenant, the new testament. Well, let's read something from the new testament. James 4 8 states plainly, Come near to Yah, it says, Come near to God, and He will come near to you. He wants us to spend time with Him. In fact, the more time we spend with Yah, with our Heavenly Father, the more He will be involved in our lives. And the, the least time we spend with Him, the least He will be involved in our lives. He wants time alone with us because He has so much to teach us and things He wants to warn us about. So we won't be sitting ducks for Satan and the workers of iniquity. And it's not like He's saying, well, you didn't come to me, so I'm not coming to you. No. We push him out. Because when you walk away from him, you're walking straight into Satan's arm. You're walking from under his cover. You know, like his, uh, David said, keep me as the apple of thine eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings. So, in other words, you're under the shadow of his wing. But, while he, and he's protecting you. But you walk out. <laughs> you walked away from the, from the protection and coverage. It didn't leave you. You left him. Because he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But, he gave you free will to where where you can leave and forsake him if you choose to. Let's read another one. Matthew. Let's go read a couple. Matthew 6, 31, 33. And I'll read this one from the English Standard Version. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles, the, the, the foreigners, the non-believers seek after these things. And your Heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of Yah, the Bible says the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Yeah. You see, but, you know, the non-believers... They they seek, all seek after this. What are they going to eat? What are going to drink? What are going to wear? Am I gonna pay, can I pay my bills? But your Heavenly Father, our Father knows we need all these things. But we seek Him first. Seek 
the kingdom of Yah. <laughs> you know, and where is he? He's in the kingdom. And his righteousness. And these things will be added. Whom do you serve? You're serving somebody. How much time do you give him? How much thought do you give your Heavenly Father? Is it just when you're in a pinch, when something goes wrong? Oh, when something goes wrong, then you go sit down. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to read my Bible. You know, are, are you, I'm going to go to church. And you think, I'm, I'm going to do this like you're doing that for him. No. You know, it's just like you didn't. You have a test coming. You didn't study for the test, so you cram. You just cram everything and stay up all night. And you may pass that test because you remembered you remember short term. But after the test is gone, you've you forgotten everything. You, don't re you didn't learn anything. You just put something temporarily in your brain, in your heart. He really wants to take care of you. He wants to protect you. He wants to, re to bless you. He really does. He's a good, good father. And he wants us to prosper he wants to have, us to have good health. If John can speak that to one of his disciples, what do you think the Father wants more? I know I hear that people say, God said, uh, he will, I, I, pray that I want you to prosper and be in good health as your soul prospers. Well, when you read that John said that to one of his followers, one of his um, disciples. But Yah wants the best for us. That's why he gave us life. You know, and you would think, he didn't turn away. How, how do we get darkness? You know how do we get to be in darkness? Walk away from the light. Remove the light and you got darkness. How do we get evil? When they say, um, with the, the Bible, when they say he creates evil, he creates... You know what creates it? How he creates evil? When he leaves. It's evil. Left. Because he's goodness. Without him, there is no goodness. So the absence of Yah creates evil. The absence of Yah, the light, creates darkness. See? So when you don't spend time with him, you walk away, you are bringing darkness onto yourself. You are bringing evil and wicked. You are given an open invitation for wicked things and evil things to come upon you. Satan said, ah, she's not covered. She's walked away from the coverage. And Yah cannot come push him out because he gave you free will. Our free will can take us all the way to hell if we want. Hmm. He's not going to take, he's not going to take it back. He will not break his word. He's nothing like us. So think about it. And when people are blaming him for so much, no, it's our bad decisions or lack of decision. We were given control. You have control on what you do. That's, if he was in complete control, you would spend time with him. You would spend at least an hour or so in the morning. You would spend time with him in the morning, throughout the day and night. But he's not in control. He's not in complete control. You have a choice. So don't, don't give me that. That God's in control. If, no, he's not getting what he wants. It's his will that none should perish. None. But the majority is. 
just think about this, okay? Really take this. Who, whom do you serve? What do you serve? Who or what is getting the most time? Or maybe it's yourself. Maybe it's you that's your own God. You worship yourself. You think you're God's gift to man. <laughs> you know? But that's what he means when he say, when the Bible says he's a jealous God. He's, you put no other God idol before me. And he means that. People's careers have become their rulers, their gods. We worship their careers. He's worth so much more. Beloved, I hope this gave you food for thought and something more to think about. Remember, that's what this channel is about. You may not like everything, but... You're not supposed to. If you only got things that you like, that that only made you feel better, how can you grow? I mean, how can you learn anything? So, think about it. He loves you. I love you too. So please, don't consider me your enemy because I tell you the truth. I'm talking to all of us. But he let me know there was somebody listening. I don't know where you are. Who you are, who you are, he does, that really needed to hear this. And it's not like he's just getting on your case. He loves you so much, he's trying to stop. He's trying to help you. Trying to stop you from going down the wrong way. From, so he can protect you. So he can bless you. He's trying to save you. Alright, beloved? Okay. So until we meet again, yeah, willing, of course, and I wake up to do so. Shalom. Peace be with you.